0: Never accidentally text your Uber driver a copy of your wedding vows while under the influence of marijuana pancakes? Me either, but someone has. We're here to talk about the hilarious, horrifying, and sometimes downright crazy things that keep us up at night. From breaking news to dating mishaps, we've all had a dilemma after dark. And let's face it, some stories just can't wait till morning. I'm your host, Kristen Torello, and this is You Up. Thank you guys for listening. Welcome to You Up. Uh, We're very excited to have Brittany Shaver back on the podcast today to help co-host. Today we have um, Miss Sarah Colonna, and she is a comedian, actress, and New York Times bestselling author. Um, Thank you for coming on today.
1: Oh, thanks for having me, girls. It's so good to see you both. It's really wild, I guess, like how long
0: we've Technically, like, quote unquote, known each other. Truly. <laughs> like, it's really bizarre that, like, through Twitter, when we were fans, when you were on Chelsea lately, like, now me and Brittany, who could not be more
1: opposite humans, um have been like best friends for 12 years. That's amazing. That makes me, like, makes me so happy to hear. I love that when you guys yeah. wrote me. I was like, I didn't realize that you guys, like, forged this. I mean, I knew that you had a, all become buddies, but I didn't know that I had, like, gone on and and stayed this long it's awesome
0: yeah neither did did we I guess <laughs> we're like every once in a while we're still checking in um, yeah I think Kristen's
2: the only one that I'm still friends with of everyone that's because I'm the
1: most fun <laughs> no I, no. my husband was like so who is it who are these girls that you're doing your podcast with and I'm like well remember <laughs> the cookie cake uh, cake episode from after lately <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's so okay, embarrassing told, uh, it's embarrassing but you can tell you can tell it kristen i was like she was like can you can we mention it and i was like
0: i don't remember it fully i just remember you texting me at the time like that it was a complete disaster but like you were okay. so nice that can i you say helped my story with- let me yeah, say absolutely. my story
2: first i'm gonna say my story first me and sarah would tweet about baseball games and i was like she's cool because she's like Not like the normal like person on TV like she she likes Angels, I like the Yankees like I feel and so I was like I'm gonna go see her. I was 18, my no yes I was 18, my friend was 19. We literally had zero dollars to our name and we were gonna go see you and we like had said like we're Atlanta is the closest show which is five and a half hours away, Mm -hmm. but then we were not able to go because we were both broke 18 year olds like I'm sitting in my like college class like oh uh, by the way I can't go anymore like I think I said to you like you were like I can't wait to see on. I was like well we can't go because
0: my mom has a you. Like,
2: no it wasn't my mom let me tell my side it was not the after lazy side <laughs> I was like I can't go because I'm dead ass broke like we're both broke we can't make it down there and then Sarah so graciously is like oh here fine like here's the hotel like I'll get you a hotel so, my mom is totally fine. My friend's mom is like, no, this is a scam. This is the sketchiest thing I've ever heard. There is no way this is real. You're meeting someone online, which looking back, like, I should be dead. Shit
1: that oh. I, did. Like, <laughs> I mean, and by the down. way, like, I should be, I mean, if I did that now, somebody would be like, what the fuck are you talking about? I was like, yes. yeah. I just got a hotel for an 18 year old. I said so she's
0: going to come see my show.
1: Well, I mean, even, my- even okay. when I tell the story now, people are like, Wait, that was based on something real? Like, you really got a full-on stranger 18-year-old a hotel room? I'm like, yeah, I didn't want them to. I was afraid they were going to go no. and, like, dry Like, I was like, I knew, you know, we had always tweeted. They were huge fans of the show. I didn't think it was a big deal for me I to know. get to me, the room, same, same
2: to me. I was like, Mom, it's no big deal. And my mom was like, okay. Well, her mom was, like, the, I guess the brains of all of us and was like, this is not okay. And I was like, no, like, listen, like, I've tweeted her forever. And she's like, tweeted? No. Like, you don't know her? So we go down there with maybe $30 cash at most each. So that's like $30 gas, get us to Atlanta, five and a half hours away. There I got the Marriott Marquis. We like go in and we like go to check in and they're like, the person has to have the credit card here. And I'm like, well, hold on, let me explain this. This is a weird situation. I don't have her number. She's a comedian that's here. I don't actually know how to get in touch with her. I don't have money to get my own hotel room. And the lady's like looking at me like, what the fuck? Like she's looking like, and so we just sit, me and Morgan sit in the middle of the Marriott Marquis. Like, I think we had packed like a water bottle full of vodka. And we're like, should we just start drinking? Like we weren't 21. We're like, should we just start drinking this now? Because this is a little stressful. And so yeah. we're just waiting, and then I like message you, Sarah on Twitter. Don't hear anything back because y'all are on the plane. And then you're like, "Well, I can." You're like, "You gave me your number," and I'm like, "No, listen, she can't. Like, she. It's like we don't actually. We've never met her in real life. Like in the yeah. People at she has a verified desk, like,
0: check on Twitter. We cannot they not get, get in contact gonna, they were with her." At
2: me. <laughs> Like I would look at someone if they gave me that story. Like I yeah. was,
1: they were, like, they were probably like, "We're saving your life by not letting you check into this <laughs> room." Um, but I forgot about that part of it because what did I have to do? I had to, I got, and I had you to. You had come.
2: to get out. Y'all were like on. Y'all had a limo because who was it? It was you. I want to say Lonnie.
1: Yeah, and um, John
2: Wolf was there. You were able to get to your hotel, like that's it. And I'm like. Oh my god! And so that's when the cookie cake comes in, and we're like, we literally had enough money to get gas and get gas back, and we go to the mall, and we're like, we can at least make her a cookie cake. And it said, "Thank you, Sarah," but they were closed. But then they did us a favor by doing the "Thank You, Sarah" cookie cake. And then we got all the way to the front door, and they said, "You can't take this in." They confiscated it, and we put it on the street. And I was like, that was like half of our gas money.
1: (laughs) I will never forget that Suki. I was like, the security guard wouldn't let you bring the cookie cake in. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> we didn't eat a single bite that weekend.
2: Like not we didn't have dinner, lunch, breakfast. You would have told me that. I probably would have got, had
1: your <laughs> whole room stocked with groceries. Like you
2: know <laughs> Looking back, I'm like that is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. But then we went to the gay pride parade in Atlanta, which was the next day, and they were throwing out I don't know why, throwing out moon pies. And we're like running, like little, like scavengers, like getting the moon pies. So excited that we had food. <laughs> but looking back, like that's one of those things that someone says, "What's the craziest thing you've ever did?" I don't tell many people because it's that crazy. But I'm like, that's probably <laughs> definitely top three of the craziest things I've ever did.
1: Yeah, and it was that's, it was the last thing for me. I was like, well, don't do maybe nice I can't Just like. Be- <laughs> Don't do nice things for people because it'll – no, not <laughs> definitely not that. But we had – I mean, we did get to, like, make a fun story out of
2: – We did.
1: After Lately with it. I didn't obviously really have to talk to your mom on the phone. But your friend's mom did yes, say, like, what did. if it's a guy that booked this room? <laughs> like, you don't know. Oh, it was such a funny story. I think that episode is still, like, on, like, the NBC app or something. I don't like, know that I can wanted. even watch it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. It's so I'm funny. Gonna- i mean i'm <laughs> all, I'm all glad it happened and turned into a really funny story yes. and also like yeah the but chaotic again, stuff
0: always does i think
1: yeah but at the same time again obviously now you'd be like no if i had a daughter i'd be like no you're not going to stay in some hotels absolutely just they not
2: yeah right
1: <laughs> no it's- luckily i'm not like- a creeper like luckily it worked out for everybody
0: So when you were away, I saw on your Instagram story, your influencers in the wild. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it was just some random girl on the beach. And at first I was judging and I was like, wait, that girl has some confidence. Like she walked out onto the beach in a full out like prom dress.
1: It was like a red dress with a long train. And yeah, I tagged influencers in the wild because these are the things that they love to <laughs> She at one point was like fully laid out on it. And there was like a drone over her head taking photos. I mean, it was like a full photo shoot. That's so wild. The best part about it, it was on this um, dock. We were in um, Playa del Carmen and it was on this dock that like had been ravaged by the hurricane. There were ropes up. You were not supposed to be on it because it could collapse at any moment. And so some poor asshole that worked at the hotel had to keep like (laughs) going up to people and being like, can you just not take your influencer photos on here? And I mean, I literally every day he would have to kick someone off and they would be like, hold on, hold on. Just one more photo. And it would I mean, it got worse. Like the girl with the big red dress and the train was hilarious. And then it was just like, there was like a mommy daughter bikini photo shoot on it that I had to watch this guy. (laughs) this poor man just had to walk up and he was like, can you guys just get off of this thing before it collapses? And they're like, just one more, hold on. I mean, it was constant entertainment. It's so bizarre to see it from the outside. Yeah, it's just no, sh- just no shame. People are just like, whatever, I'm... I have to get these photos taken for my Instagram and my life is not worth worrying about. I'll just risk it.
0: Oh my God.
1: You know, I'd go on vacation with a friend if I posted a photo and I would definitely, you know, we're all, everyone's a little sensitive about what body parts are showing on, you know, and what angle and all that stuff. We're all just human. Yeah. I get it. But, um, and I was even thinking, watching all these, I was like, God, I used to be humiliated just to even ask a friend to take a photo of me by myself because I felt so stupid. And now people are just like fully out there, yeah, just going it, for it. I mean, so I admire a lot of it. Some of it's just funny, and some of it's, um, I'm like, good, go, go, <laughs> go, yeah. go for it. But just don't do it on like a collapsing dock that someone has to. Tell no, you to get off
0: I'm of. I'm usually like the behind the camera person because I I like that and it's like fun. But like I've done it for. My one friend, she is like a Instagram influencer, like wannabe. She's like, I just want to be Instagram famous. I'm like, well, let's make it happen. And I think this was probably like the most dangerous one, but it also was like kind of fun. She wanted like a manic pixie dream girl kind of shoot. And so we had to find a road and it was just like a two-way road and it had like a curve. And she's like, this is the perfect spot. So we literally like, Parked the car. I ran out on this, like, busy road. We waited till there was no cars. I'm, like, lying on the floor of the street, and I'm, like, work, queen. Like, you get it, get it, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, we're, like, car. And then we, like, literally, like, just roll (laughs) off the road and drive off. I don't know how we're not dead, but, like, the pictures came out bomb. Like
1: There you go. I'm actually surprised you guys guys didn't end up on Influencers in the Wild.
0: (laughs) Right.
2: Oh, my God. Well, it's so funny for me because I have two Gen Z sisters, like – Abby, well, I don't know what they actually are, but Abby's 21 and Maddie's 18. And so, like, I don't ever post a picture with just myself. Maddie will, like, Abby will be, like, squatting in the sand, and Maddie will be, like, they're their biggest critics. Like, they're like, no, that's not it. Like, you need to make this face. You need to make an outy face. Don't look at the camera. Do this. I'm like, and they get, like, thousands of likes on Instagram. And I, and Abby jokes that if I take a picture with her, she's like,
1: that's when you get the most likes because if I'm in your picture.
0: Are you. Are you back to performing now like with COVID and everything?
1: I've done a couple. I've done um mostly clubs where I know the owners really well and knew how they were handling it. Um mm-hmm. that so a cop, so the mo- the most recent one I did was at the end of March in Spokane and they were pretty open like by like um 25% capacity or something, but it was okay. a really big club so they were so even with 25% you felt like you had a lot of people but it was really spread out. So a lot of room. And, and so it was really fun. It was fine. But now I think things are really, especially for the fall. I mean, I don't do that much during the summer anyway, because clubs in the summer aren't that great. People sort of want to be out and about, although who knows with this year, people might just be dying to go see anything (laughs) live. I'm not sure. I think they are. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, um, And then I'm also vaccinated fully finally. So that means I can feel more comfortable with anything like that anyway. That's good. I got my partial vaccination
2: feeling ever to be that
1: everyone's going out. And I'm
0: like, I'm only like, like, I feel like a dog that can't go to the dog park. Like I'm only half my shots.
2: My vaccination story was crazy. I was in Atlanta for a competition. And they were like, we can sign up in North Carolina now for teachers, even though it didn't like technically say we could. And so I signed up and then all of them got kicked out of the vaccination thing. And it said, you're not eligible yet. But it left me. But I got there. They said, we don't have your name. What do you do? And I said, I was honest. I was like, I'm a teacher. And they're like, okay, well, we have Pfizer. And so they sent me on in.
1: Oh, good. Early on teachers need, you know, that's, it's a, it's important that you guys get it.
2: As nervous as I was, we had to take a vote. And I was very much like the people that voted that they wanted to go back were also, also like the anti-master people. But I was like, I cannot keep teaching preschool. They like stuff keeps popping up on my memories of doing this with preschoolers for like three hours a day.
1: I can't imagine I how hard I, that was. Yeah, I, I, I helped one of my friends one week when she was working and her husband was working and she couldn't sit with her five-year-old for her first week of kindergarten, basically, which was all on Zoom. And I was like, it was all day. I mean, I, I, I was like, how are they expecting these five-year-olds to have this attention oh span? It just doesn't yeah. make sense. Oh, yeah. we've,
2: had to, we've had to email parents that have multiple kids and be like, I don't know if you, like if she means to, but so-and-so is showing their underwear on, right on the camera or so-and-so is fallen asleep because the parents with multiple kids like would go get on their two-year-old or three-year-old zoom leave their four-year-old and we'd have kids like
0: i don't know out. how you virtually supervise like 24 year olds
2: it was bad
0: like that seems a lot yeah i'm
2: very thankful lot. to be that at
1: work i bet yeah <laughs>
0: Okay, so you're in North Carolina, and you grew up in Arkansas, right? Yeah.
1: Now you're on the West Coast. Yeah, California. Okay. How old were you when you moved? 21. Really? Yeah, I moved like the minute I finished college, basically. I graduated in May and moved over like July 4th weekend to California. I was afraid if I didn't leave right away that I wouldn't, so I had to go when I had the balls. I did it at
0: 22, and I did – but, like, obviously I came back because it's expensive as shit there. Um, it is. Yeah. It's wild. But I did the same thing. I went with, like, no. that's probably why I'm back. I went with, like, no plan and a suitcase and, like, no car and no job. And I got all that stuff in a week. But I was also, like, sleeping on the floor of, like, a shitty apartment, like, until I can afford a bed.
1: Yeah. It was was, like the true LA experience. Yeah. I had a little bit of a landing pad because my dad lived in Orange County at the time. And so I stayed with him and got a job at a, obviously I didn't have any money because I just finished college and it's not like nobody Mm -hmm. saves money in college. So I, um, I stayed with him and got a job at a restaurant and then just like Waited tables for eight straight months and saved enough money by living with him to get a place in LA with another friend who had recently moved. So I had a little bit of like a place to at least not have to pay rent for a few months and save a bunch of money, but still be out here. So that was helpful.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I went with my waitressing money and then it was so hard to get into anything if you're not really like, I guess, knowing people or whatever. So I ended up doing like a call center for. People to donate money to save the bees.
1: That's so sweet. <laughs> I know, but I didn't know.
0: And, and people, you know, they're not expecting those phone calls. And you have to, like, convince people, like, why strawberries are important. And I'm like, I graduated college for this. Like, Well, it's yeah, that's... Me and
2: Kristen, Me and Kristen were on the phone last night talking. I'm walking up and down my apartment, like, cleaning. She's also like, I'm way too high for this. You're mopping, and it's really relaxing me. <laughs> 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 the camera flipped around. I was like, I'm going to talk to you, but I'm going to clean. And she was like, you live in a mansion. And I'm freaking out because my roommate just moved out like this past weekend and I have to pay the lease at this apartment. We live downtown Winston-Salem. She just moved out and I was like, I have to pay this. And I told her what I paid. And she was like, oh my God, you live in a mansion and you pay nothing. <laughs> I don't feel like it's a mansion, but I, I, I
0: feel I, like I lived in a spice cabinet. It was like
2: yeah, my man, first I'm paying nothing. She was like, I, I was like doing laundry and she was like, you're, you have a laundry room. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, and it's the litter box room and the cat room. And she was like, that is the size of my first apartment.
1: <laughs> it's it is like crazy. A whole the ass
0: laundry it's room. Crazy. Okay, so we are listening to your latest podcast, and I don't watch Married at First Sight, but I am obsessed with your commentary.
1: Okay, <laughs> good.
0: How'd you first get into it? Like, where did you find this show? Because I'd um, never even heard of it.
1: Oh, I've been watching it since, like, I think it started. It's been on a few years. I think it's like season 12 or something. And I've mm-hmm. been, but they were one of those shows that does like two or three seasons a year. Although this particular season seems to be the longest of all. It's like. <laughs> Half the I'm like It's May And it's still going on It's almost May And it's still going on So yeah I don't know I just thought it sounded Like a fun Bad reality show And now I can't stop I like I kind of hate watch it You straight people Are weird You guys got a <laughs> lot of di- <laughs> You're not wrong About that at all <laughs>
0: You guys got a lot Of different rules We found like A list from like The 1950s Of dating advice There's like 200 of these And one of them Says don't tell them About your allergies what? <laughs> You will put off a man if you tell him about your allergies. I'm like, I think you'll put him off if you're going through anaphylactic shock.
1: Like right. That, so. Yeah, that might actually be a bigger problem. Maybe let us yeah. know the ones at least that will kill you. Sure.
2: <laughs> okay. I do agree with practice. You're drinking with your women friends first. I think that's pretty good <laughs> advice.
1: <laughs> that is good advice. Absolutely. I found that some guys can't handle their shit, so it's not really all on us to practice. That's true.
2: Learn to sew and wear something you have made yourself.
0: (laughs) These are ridiculous.
1: Yeah. If I wore something I made myself, it would be very obvious and it would not be attractive. So,
0: If he's a fisherman, learn to scale and clean a fish.
1: Mm, Not going to happen. I, I don't grew up think in Arkansas. A lot of people fished. I didn't have sex with any of them.
0: <laughs> <Same>.
1: <laughs>
0: well, that's what is like the most common dating profile picture is like the dude with the hat and the sunglasses and he's just like holding a fish. Yeah. But they're probably primarily from Arkansas.
1: Fishing though was like reminds me more of like my stepdad likes to fish and my uncle likes to fish. Like and I would go with them as a kid and sit there. So that reminds me of that. It doesn't make me want to date anyone. It just reminds me of Yeah, it makes you like nostalgic. Yeah, yeah.
2: I drank my first beer with my dad when I was like 12, probably, maybe 11, I think.
1: Yeah, see, that's what you remember. You don't want to... Yeah. You don't want to... That's. It's more for that.
2: <laughs> and my dad doesn't fish, so I don't know where that came from.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fishing was too traumatizing because I grew up in New York. And the one time I went fishing, I like panicked because I thought... Like we were still doing catch and release and I still panicked that the fish was dead. Like I went in the water and apparently there's a way to do CPR to a fish. You like grab it and like move it back and forth. I don't know. I'm not like a marine biologist, but (laughs) I'm pretty sure I gave CPR to a fish.
1: Well, let's just say you did for fun because it's a good story. (laughs) Yeah, it is a good story. Put that on my resume or something. Thank you Thanks so much girls. for coming on. You're so awesome. I was so happy to see your faces and I'll Yay. come back in anytime. Awesome. Yes. Have yes. a good day. I hate <laughs> Zoom. I always wave. It's so weird.
2: Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening. Um, please subscribe to our podcast. Um, it's on Apple, Spotify, and leave us a review. And you can find us on Instagram at you up the pod on Twitter at uh, you up podcast. And that would be awesome. Uh, thank you for listening. Catch you next week.